Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. What's up, everybody? Happy afternoon. Tuesday afternoon, actually. Uh, the week's already going by fast. So my name is Kevin Daisy. I'll be your host. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners podcast. I also am the founder of Array Digital, where we help law firms build their pipeline. We use digital marketing, websites, social media, online advertising, and SEO to get that done. So if you need that kind of help, please reach out, let us know. Uh, but we're going to move on to our important guest. We got a great story to hear. Prince Williams, thanks so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. I really, really do appreciate it, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I just like to always jump right into it. And, you know, for all the attorneys watching now, later, listen to what he has to share. And uh, looking forward to hearing your story, your journey to kind of get into where you are. And uh, hopefully someone can pick up a little nugget. Uh, they can, you know, use that to help them grow their firm. So, so without further ado, just tell us your story. Like, you know, at what moment were you like, I'm going to be an attorney and I'm going to go to practice in law? all the way to i'm gonna do this for myself so okay got? cool all right awesome so <laughs> you know for me like a lot of other lawyers i was one of the people that were in that group that uh i wanted to be a lawyer since i was a kid you know and a lot of that came about you know when i was younger um my grandmother used to always say you know my baby gonna be a doctor or a lawyer you so, had two options <laughs> right i had two options doctor or lawyer but what it did for me is it kind of put on my radar early in life that there were some professions that were looked at favorably and there were some that were not coming from the south i'm originally from fort worth texas so that's kind of you know what you uh see a lot in the south you know everyone pushing their kids to be doctors lawyers engineers and things like that so you know when she first suggested it or just kind of kept saying it. I think at some point I decided to own it, you know? So I think initially I wanted to be a doctor. So I went to a college with that in mind. And then I guess specifically, I wanted to be a psychiatrist because I was very interested in psychology, how the mind works, very interested in mental health issues and how they show up in different people. So that was kind of the goal that I was kind of going to um, initially. Oh, man, ran into that first biology class and realized that <laughs> science yeah. and med school was not going to be for me. So um, I ended up taking the lawyer route and a lot of that had to do with the fact just kind of looking at what they did, a lot of reading, a lot of writing. Those are the areas that on some level I had a strong suit in. I was always very into creative writing in grade school. I always got comments from teachers about how well or how creative my stories were. And even at a younger age, I, I loved reading. I've always been an avid reader. A lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm the only child. So, you know, a lot of times to entertain myself, a good book would would do the job. You didn't and have an iPhone? I did not have an iPhone. You know, I didn't get my first cell phone until like my senior year in high school. And I swear to you, that phone was about like brick. Big. <laughs> yeah, it was super heavy. And I had the situation where I could only use a certain amount of minutes. So yeah, long way from there. And so, yeah, man, I, I kind of, you know, decided that I wanted to be a lawyer and I stuck with it. So along the path, 
that's what I was committed to, you know, to be quite honest with you. I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that it had been fed to me for so long at a young age. I really couldn't think of any other options of what I wanted to do. And so I just kind of stuck with it. And even along the way, I may have saw signs that oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but I stuck with it because, again, I didn't have any other options that I could think of. The other thing that really on grandma. Yeah. The other thing that that really kept me on it was the fact that, you know, I come from an area where a lot of people don't necessarily go off to college or go off to professional school. And so I was one of the few people that were talking about that. But I think what really motivated me was I did have a small group of people that uh, probably didn't think that I would kind of go all the way with it, or they had doubts about how far I would go. For me, that's always been motivation. For me. <laughs> and it's, it's been one of the strongest motivations when I look back on my life and every Thing that I've accomplished, I realized that certain aspects of that was me kind of proving the naysayers that no, I can make this work and watch me do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, that's always great motivation for me. Yeah. And so, you know, I just kept through with it. Another reason why I was very uh, strong about being a lawyer was that I liked the way lawyers were depicted on on the TV shows and the movies. You know, lawyers always had this level of respect from the community. Um, they always were very excellent problem solvers, very good with strategy. And they dressed really well. And I like that about them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I that kind of motivated me as well. But, you know, along the way, like most lawyers do, they find out that reality is much, much different than what we have in our minds of how this profession is and what it's supposed to be and how it works. So um, I got to law school and I kind of got a firsthand glimpse of like, oh, shoot, this is this is <laughs> a lawyer. This, this is, is real. This is real. Yeah. But one of the things that I that really disgruntled me a little bit was I, I could see initially just kind of in a lot of ways how archaic the legal system is. I also saw how everyone was doing the exact same things the exact same way. And they've been doing it from the beginning of the practice of law in the United States. And so I've always wanted to kind of bring my own energy to whatever that I do. And so initially I saw it as a brick wall or a block, but then um, I kind of went back to my roots with my creativity and decided that, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to go out and be the stereotypical lawyer or what is expected of me. I'm going to show up and be the kind of lawyer that I know to be. And I mean, I don't know how to be a lawyer, right? I mean, at the time, but <laughs> I knew early on that there was something about um, being true to yourself and authenticity that was going to take me a very, very long way. And so that was kind of what I focused on throughout law school. And, you know, going into law school, my plan was to always um, start my own practice straight out of law school. And that's exactly okay. what I did. Um, Excellent. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I, I also learned early on 
of course, from reading a lot of uh, self-development and self-help books, it caused me at a lot earlier age than what a lot of other people uh, to evaluate myself, to self-reflect. And I learned early on that, like, I am not the employee type of person, you know? <laughs> um, I think I mentioned before in a couple of my other videos that, you know, I've worked over 40 jobs and every last one of them, me and my immediate supervisor would bump heads at some point. Um, and so I just knew I could not work for anyone. So that was my goal, you know, to work for myself. And of course, I, I had, again, a lot of naysayers, which they had no idea that that was motivation for me. Um, and I had so many people Thank telling them. me, you're right. I had so many people telling me, you know, you should go clerk for a judge first. You should go work at a firm first. You don't know what you're doing. You're making a big mistake. I had all of it. And for me, it was that caused me to just buckle down and be like, you know what, I I have to make this work and do it right. And so, yeah. And that's what kind of led me to where I'm at now. Excellent. That's, I love it. And uh, it's, you know, uh, it seems you've kind of gone through this transition. It's like, I love the whole story where, you know, it was kind of baked in your mind. And so you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go do this. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I think when I was coming out of school and college, well, out of high school, where I'm from, no one really goes to college that much either and it's just a small area and um i didn't really know what i wanted to do so you know i, I wish i had someone being like you need to go do this but you know we kind of each have to find our own path but so yeah it's great motivation when someone says i don't think you can do that like oh yeah okay bring it you know we're gonna go <laughs> right so i love it so give us a little background on on the firm what are you uh and you're in bethesda maryland mm -hmm. so what kind of areas do you focus on and in which practice areas are you you know specialized in so right now we're focusing on dui and criminal defense and personal injury um okay. i initially started out doing criminal defense and family law well honestly i started out doing family law and the reason for that was because because starting out on my own, I needed to get in court experience. I need to get, you know, in, you know, in front of judges, hearings, trials. The easiest way for me to do that coming out was in family law. Why is that? Because as you already know, there's always domestic issues going on. There's always someone wanting to be paid child support. There's always couples ready to, you know, split it up. And there was always work there. Um, and I actually went through it was like a family service pro bono program um, okay. in, in Montgomery County that catered to people who needed domestic lawyers. Um, and that's kind of how I started um, initially um, getting in court through that way. Um, soon realized that I hate family law, <laughs> hate it a lot. <laughs> and so I had to quickly pivot, and which I always did, you know, criminal defense. So um, I decided to specifically niche down with my marketing for DUI services um, initially. The reason why I did that, of course, when I first started my own practice, um, in order to kind of beat that learning curve, I had to read a lot of books. And some of the books that I was picking up initially were books on marketing. You know, everything that I picked up on books during that initial couple years was on marketing. And one of the themes that a lot of the marketing um, books were saying, and a lot of the big marketers that you may hear about is, you know, niching down. And mm -hmm. so um, niching down for me was kind of what I did. It also helped that 
I did like a coaching program with uh, R. John, uh, how to how to manage a small law firm. Something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Great yeah. group. Yeah. So um, they also pushed the idea of niching down. So niche down with the, um, you know, DUIs. And then maybe like a year later, we started to market a little bit more for the personal injury services. So that's kind of where we are now. DUI, personal injury and criminal defense. I'm sorry. Yeah. DUI, personal injury and criminal defense. Yep. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. Excellent. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, How to Manage is a great group. We have uh, quite a few clients that are actually members of HTM, so... Yeah, great group. Niching, hundred percent. Being focused, uh, being an expert, especially you know, specializing. You know, we niched in working with law firms. So uh, right. back back when we used to work with anybody, and you know, just it, you can't really learn the industry of you know thirty different industries and get really good at it. So it's absolutely you got to find your niche. I think that's very important. And and I've had some really great guests on here that have really has a lot of success by, by niching and even find like another like niche within that. Like, um, I, I had a, um, attorney on recently. She does wills and trust mm-hmm. for women, so uh, like, that's uh, like a super niche, you know? So, and that was kind of interesting. Like, you know, she, she will work with men and, but their marketing and their, their direction is trying to get in front of women. Exactly. Um, so yeah, for all kinds of different, uh, you know, types of people that, uh, but the nichers, the ones that niche have, I've seen the most success with, and uh, at least that's how you got to, I think you should start. Yes. You know, there's actually there's big firms that they now have departments for like everything. But, you know, you can't, I don't think, you know, you can't start just saying, well, I'll take anything you can throw at me. And um, you know what, man, that's that, that is the big, the biggest misconception. You know, I talk to a lot of law students and recent grads who want to, you know, kind of go out and start their own thing. And I think, you know, the problem that new practicing attorneys run into is this idea of I want to do my own thing, but I also have these bills to pay. Right. And so what they end up doing is they take in anything. They take anything that's referred to them. They take anything that they think that they can figure out just based off the fact that they know how to comprehend some words. Right. But I've, I've found that you can find yourself in a lot of trouble by doing that or not even just trouble, but just very uh, frustrated because it is going to be a steep learning curve. And especially if you're not the type to be willing to reach out and find help. You know, I know a lot of times, especially, and this goes back to this whole idea of what it is to be a lawyer. I think a lot of uh, people that come out of law school, they have this misconception that lawyers are supposed to know everything. They're supposed to look like and act like they know everything. And so for a new lawyer to try their hand at something, I don't think a lot of them will want anyone to know that they don't know. So they fake it till they make, um, which can cause a lot of problems, you know, in the long run. So yeah, it's definitely something that I think a lot of new attorneys should definitely try out. And, you know, the biggest thing from that is just really having faith, right? That things are going to work out and that you will be able to make a living off of the niche that you created for yourself. Yeah. And ask for help when you need it. And don't be afraid to connect with other lawyers, have referral partners. And I, yeah, so 100% agree. I think that's a great message for anyone watching is 
find out where you where you want to be, where your niche is going to be. Yeah, I've got to pay bills, and sometimes you might take something that's a little outside. But can you refer it to someone else? Maybe get a you know a fee back from that person from another attorney. Maybe they'll refer work that they don't want to you. So try to like stick to your niche as much as possible because kind of what you just said. And I was there when I first started, I was just doing websites and SEO and for anybody, you know, this is back in 06. So it's been a long time ago, but you know, you just all kinds of projects, different stuff, everything's different and there's no consistency, but then you just start to get buried with all that. And you can't really start to focus on what you want to, because you're now you're, you're in the weeds. And so now you're just stuck. And then you're like, I don't know how to even get out of this. So (laughs) that can be uh, dangerous as well. So yeah, good tip from Prince there is uh, just, you know, figure out where you want to be. And I think, you know, I've had a lot of stories on here where, like you said, you were doing family law to get a start. And then you find, you just found out, I don't, that's not a fit for me. And then you, you kind of got into where you are, where you want to be. And so I've had a lot of attorneys on here, a lot of managing partners that had that similar kind of path where they went from different practices worked at another firm, or even one I talked to you earlier, they they had a different type of firm, immigration, that they grew very rapidly, but got out of that and then went into family law. And so, you know, it's just, you got to really figure out where you want to be. And sometimes that might not be the first choice exactly. that you pick. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the third or fourth choice. Third or fourth. Yeah. How many law practices are there? So excellent, man. So tell me, so you, you've done some marketing. I saw your website and also everyone, I put the website link in the comments. So go check a look at avidlogfirm.com uh, to learn more about him and his practice and see what he's done. He's got some cool videos on there and things like that. What are some of the marketing you've done, some things that you've done that maybe are unique or different uh, that have helped bring in clients? So, you know, what what's working for you right now that's getting clients in the door? Great question, man. So, you know what, for me, man, I am actually in the middle of just like reevaluating and revamping how I do marketing. You know, COVID really did a number for a lot of us, right? But for me specifically, it really caused me to sit down have a seat and do a lot of reflecting, right? I started to just kind of look at how I have been marketing and kind of what is going on now in as terms of marketing is concerned. And not only just in the the legal profession, but just other professions as well too. You know, in the past, what what I think has really, really worked for me was um, when I first started, I think there wasn't a lot of attorneys that were doing a lot of videos. And so I was kind of one of the first attorneys in my area to make videos that was really like really really cool because my video guy jelani is a really cool guy really creative and he loves what he does you know and (laughs) before he was doing like music videos and just different fashion editorials and stuff one thing that i like to do is i really really love to work with other passionate creative people and people who are trying to start their own movement i got in contact with my video guy right when he was just building his thing up too and so it worked great that's and good. From, and from that, I think, you know, just us collaborating, what we decided to do is we wanted to make videos, but we wanted to make them very different and very unique, not like anything else that any other lawyer was doing. And that's kind of what we did. You know, like I said, when I came into this profession, I I wanted to just kind of bring my own flavor and do my own thing with everything that I do from how I service clients to even how I market. And so a lot of the videos that we did, we were able to mesh in lifestyle issues uh, with the law 
And, you know, I've gotten great feedback from a lot of people um, and especially specifically this idea that the videos seem to be very motivational and inspirational for them. A lot of that was done on purpose. You know, um, I've been in court. I just watched how lawyers interact with their clients. And there was a few times I was in court and I was just surprised at how I don't want to say disrespectful, but just uncaring that the lawyer seemed, you know, he was talking to the client like he was talking to a child, come over here. And, you know, just very, oh, wow. if the client was just a commodity, what I know for sure is most of the time when people reach out to a lawyer they're terrified, they're scared, they're nervous. A lot of times, especially um, with the areas that I deal with, these are usually first times uh, that they've ever gotten a DUI or been charged with a criminal charge or even getting into an auto accident. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of confusion. There's a lot of fear. And the last thing they need is a lawyer on the phone with them condescendingly um, describing to them what's going on in these archaic legal terms that they have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I wanted my videos and my marketing to show that one, we care about the being of the client, not just what you're going through, but the emotional aspect, right? Because what we soon learn and find out about life is that everything has an emotional aspect to it. And that's what really grinds our gears, if you really think about it. And so just really trying to find a way to convey that energy through our marketing and not only just conveying it through the marketing, but following up with that when we actually get in touch with the client or the client actually reaches out to us. So to answer your question, um, <laughs> the videos that uh, we started doing uh, with the lifestyle component uh, really, really brought in some clients and it still is. I love it. I love it. And uh, is there a place that viewers can check out the videos? Yeah, um, we have them on the website at www.avidlawfirm.com and um, Avid Law Firm YouTube channel. But you Excellent. can just uh, go to Avid Law Firm and all the videos are up there as well. So, yeah. I'm going to so, check yeah. those out myself. Oh, under, is it under media? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to check those out myself. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, all those things are super important and showing the customer that you care. And, and I think through video, it's so great because they get to see you, meet you almost, almost as they get to know you. And I've definitely had clients that we've received as clients that say, oh, I've, been, I've seen your videos for like a year or I followed you on LinkedIn or social media or whatever. And they're ready to sign on with us. And they're like, yeah, it's like, I know you. It's like, mm -hmm. never talked to them before. And they and they they know that. And they're, they're like, it's kind of weird, right? And But they're ready to, to move forward with us. They've gotten to know us enough to just make that decision. And so I think that's pretty interesting and, and powerful. And I love it every time it happens. It's not like an everyday occurrence. But the thing you know. now is video is becoming really popular now. I mean, video is very popular now, right? But I still think that, you know, especially with lawyers, we all have to be careful about how we make those videos, right? You know, one of the things that I'm always conscious of is who is my focus in my videos, right? So in my video, is my focus me, the lawyer? You know, I'll fight for your rights. We've won all these cases. We win million dollars. You know, like, is that the focus or is the focus on the problem of the client? And so I just, you know, talking to my clients, talking to just people in general, people don't like the self-boasting attorney. 
People don't like videos, advertisement like that. It rubs in the wrong way. And a lot of times people will not even know what it is about the video, but it just won't sit well with them. Usually that's what's going on. You have a lawyer who is more concerned about you knowing that he is a lawyer as opposed to letting people know that, hey, I'm here to help you in your problem. Yeah, no, I love it. And um, that's really, I think, you know, for us, that's our clientele for the most part is going to be exactly like what you're talking about. And like, we're not producing like screaming crazy ads. And um, it's, it's really more, I'm just saying our clientele is just more about the customer that they have, their client. That's who we're focused on. For, from When we're marketing for our clients is how do we help solve the problem of, of your client, not you necessarily, because that's how we bring you clients. And so how do we do that? Then, yeah, you have to convey those messages. Uh, you have to make them feel comfortable. And sometimes in some of these cases, they don't have much time. They might need to call someone today and they have a few choices to make. And so if they are exposed to your brand versus someone else, that's just touting how many cases they've closed or and, and they get rubbed the wrong way, then more chances are going to call you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, great tip. Yeah. If you're doing videos, I think videos are huge. And uh, you know, we've had tons of guests on here that are crushing it in different spaces, Instagram reels or Facebook or TikTok, you name it. I've seen success everywhere. And I think everyone finds their own little place that they're, they're doing well at. Maybe it's YouTube, no matter what it is, podcasting. I've had attorneys on here that have done something unique. Um, and so I think it's just really finding what works for you, but it all comes back to what's that message what are you portraying and uh, are you connecting with people and or not? Absolutely. So I, I, yeah. So I think that's the most Just important part. Back off of what you were saying as well, too. Like, I do want to kind of drop this nugget of wisdom as well, too. You know, what I'm learning just from the experience and the different things that I'm reading, you know, I, I noticed from my experience, especially starting out, I would try different things and see if it worked. You know, I'd give it three months, a few months, and then move on to something else. But what I'm really Really realizing and what I want everyone to know is that to be quite honest with you, most marketing methods, they work. Most of them work, right? It's just a matter of, like you said, which one you're going to choose and which one you're going to be consistent with. I think in the marketing game, it really is about consistency. How often are you hitting the pavement? How often are you are you grinding it out? And so, you know, I, I always think and I'm finding that it, it's just best to I mean, there's so many different routes to get to the same destination. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of picking that one route, owning that one route and putting your blinders on. This is the route I chose. This is the route we're going down. And we're not going to worry about what they're doing on TikTok, <laughs> what they're doing over there on wherever. This is my lane and I'm going to ride this out for, you know, a year or two, three years. And then once you get bored, you find something else that interests you. But it really is about sticking, picking something and sticking to it. Yeah, 100% uh, love that. That's a great takeaway for anyone watching to think. It's kind of like you, like you're like, I'm. you're going to be a lawyer, like you're just, you're going to do it. Same thing with the marketing channel. Like you have to own it. It's like we have this podcast here. Everyone listen, we got a podcast and we interview attorneys. Well, we also happen to market for attorneys. So obviously that benefits us because we get to at least meet attorneys like like Prince here and we get to say, hey, this is what we do. At the same time, I get to get, you know, talk and get these awesome stories and find out all these things about how these law firms are running and, and hopefully everyone's getting something out of this as well. Uh, so for us, it's bringing free value and content to not just you, but everyone else tuning in. But when we say we're going to do a podcast, I mean, you know, we're, we're just like, well, we're going to just try it out. Like, it, you know, we're, we've I've been interviewed over 100 and I think 20 managing partners this year. And we were doing like one a week. I had three today. Wow. 
um, we have a whole con like an engine behind us now, content, and we're adding more things to it. And and again, just this is one of our one of our avenues, but it's getting to the point where it's just growing and all the benefits starts to happen. And so yeah, if you try something for a month or two or three, you're not going to get to that point. Like three, you know, four months ago, I'd be like, I don't know if we should keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two months ago, I would probably tell you that, hey, it's, you know, this, is, this is pretty cool. It's really working out and I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, and then today it's like, man, we're crushing it. And we don't, I don't know how we're going to fit any more people in for October. It's just, right. um, so now we're having other issues like, well, we only have two hosts and we have, you know, three or four out, you know, a day that we can do. And then, and so now it's like bottlenecks, like what do we do next. Yeah. So, but, um, so that's what you want to get to the point where you're like, okay, we got another problem and it's, it's working too well. How do we produce more? Right. So, uh, yeah, give it a shot, own it. You got to give it a certain amount of time mm -hmm. and you can't, you know, measure along the way, test, measure, tweak, but don't stop. You gotta, you gotta pick what you're going to do and say, I'm going to go all in. This is my plan for the year, track your KPIs, whatever you have and make it work. You know, mm -hmm. you can make it work. I've heard attorneys be like, well, yeah, I don't believe in TikTok is ridiculous. And I, I might agree with them in some cases um and they're like we just started doing it and they're getting a million views per video and they're getting clients out of it yeah you know and they were not a believer at all in what they chose to do mm -hmm. so yeah so awesome man i love it i love what you're doing with the videos what is your uh what's your goals for growth over the next couple of years yeah so i think i we definitely want to build out personal injury practice a little bit more i definitely i i've have been thinking seriously about starting a podcast as well. So just been kind of putting some things together for just like some new creative things that I want to work on and just kind of bring out to the market. So definitely um, building out the personal injury side and then just, you know, slowly building up their platforms. You know, right now I send out a monthly newsletter. We're starting to really focus on the content on that, you know, how engaging is it, how interesting is it? Um, we're starting to just be more creative with all forms of content. Uh, that is what I want to focus on for the next couple of years is just really uh, bringing creative content to help market the practice. Love it. Excellent. All right. Well, any other things you'd like to add before we try to go? We've been just a little over a half hour, so I usually try to get you out of here before that. But uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, just that, you know, anybody that is trying to go down this road or is going down this road, you know, just stay consistent. Uh, you know, biggest thing that, you know, the biggest things for me right now in my life is authenticity right being authentic in everything that we do from interacting with my clients to how i market to you know the content that i make just being authentic aligning with some type of passion right you know i'm learning that you can get burned out real quick but there's something about this idea of passion that allows you to go an extra hour or two you know and so <laughs> that's like a little secret sauce so identify yourself with some type of passion and then I, you know just more importantly i think just really having a, a level of faith in the unseen right a lot of times what's seen right now is oh my practice is slow or old oh, things are not working out or all oh, this isn't working but just always kind of having in your mind's idea what the end goal is and always staying focused on that and not worrying about what looks like a challenge now because in the end what i'm learning is everything works out the way it's supposed to work out in the end so that would be my big takeaways <laughs> i love it <laughs> a lot of takeaways people write them down 
have to rewind yeah. this episode. But uh, no, I, I love all that stuff. We we think the same for sure. And uh, you can't get caught up with what's happening in the news or whatever. In, exactly. in you know, it's easy to do. And you know, surround yourself with good people, positive people. Uh, if not, I'm going to be the positive one in the room. If you know, we're, worst case. Yeah. So, and that's what I just try to do too. So. Yeah. But I love your story, man. Everyone, check out, um, again, his website. I'm going to check out your videos. I haven't had a chance to check out some of those, but I got your YouTube pulled up. So I'm going to check those out okay. um, and see what they're all about. And everyone else, check out this episode and others. We have over 100, I think 115 as of yesterday, three today. Uh, if you're interested in being on the show, if you're interested in being on the show, reach out. Reach to my team. Uh, we're looking for great managing partners to, to have on the show. We'll probably get more selective. Uh, over time because we're it's just getting crazy but arraylaw.com forward slash podcast uh prince will have his own page here soon uh the episode will be up on the podcast on every single platform spotify google apple uh, and, and many others as well uh this will be on youtube so you can go check this out there and then he'll be featured a lot in our social media over the next couple months as we get together our micro content so we'll slice this up repurpose it take a lot of these nuggets and takeaways and and get them out to you on other channels so yeah if you need help with things like that, uh, that's what we do. So we, we help with content search websites. Uh, we help our clients get clients. So um, that's really what we do, get their message out there. Yeah, so if you need that, go to ArrayLaw.com, reach out to me or some of my on my team, and we'll be happy to help, even if it's to talk and, and answer questions. Uh, Prince, if you need help with podcasts, happy to help there too. With anyone out there that's trying to start a podcast, I give a master class. It's free. I just have the content. I've helped a lot of people at least try to get started on what they're going to do. Um, so I'm happy to help anyway with that. That's it. Prince, you want to stay on with me for just a second? Everyone else, have Absolutely. a good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. You got a lot of, you know, a few days left in the week. Let's go out there and crush it. See you.